On this episode of the AV Profession, we talk a look with uh, Brad Malone about the hiring practices and questions you need to ask in the interviews. All that and more on the AV Profession. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 55, Hiring Conversations. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. This is the AV Profession, a look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Albright, your host. With me today is Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting. Welcome, welcome sir. Thank you, Tim. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Uh, it is the turn of the new year. Uh, yes. And we're not going to get into how bad or good 2020 was or how bad or good 2021 is going to be. However, the start of the year and the, and the turn of the year is kind of a good time to, to kind of refocus on, you know, some basics and some, you know, um, some, you know, um, practices that we've all kind of maybe let slide. And one of those is, is hiring practices. And, and I mentioned that is, 2020 did, you know, have some some downside for some folks. There are a number of uh, really talented folks uh, on the street, as it were. Yes. So kind of, kind of, let's take a look at this, and you know, let's maybe look at you know some areas that maybe some of our our listeners are, are lacking, and where ways that they can shore up. You know, one of the first steps. What what's one of the first steps that you need to take a look at when you're hiring or you're consulting folks when they're hiring folk, people? Well, thanks. Um, and I've been working with several companies now who are, they know that life's going to come back. Um, They, they kind of shed or, you know, got rid of some of the herd. And now it's like, who do we really hire versus the same people we let go. And so I look at kind of in a stepwise function. One is let's bring together and actually write down the interview questions that we want to ask, as opposed to this, kind of dating scenario or, you know, the 30 second date where I'm going to ask a question and then wait for you to respond and then ask one based on that. It's like, no, I ought to have a script or at least the beginning of a script to go through. And then let's see where the interview takes me. So we put together probably 60, 70 questions for project management interviews uh, specifically, but these can apply to anyone. And that way, when I have a group interview or when I have several people interviewing the same person, we can slice and dice the questions and make sure that we get them all answered, um, as opposed to all of us asking the same question and hearing the same answer. So I find that let's write the questions, let's understand why we're asking the questions and really say, yeah, these are key to us uh, to start asking. And part of that premise is let's hire slow. And then, you know, if we want to use the word fire, fire fast. And so many people hire fast. They're like, I really liked him. And you're like, well, what do you like about him? Well, I don't know. Well, was he competent? Well, I'm not sure. And it's like, you know, did he fit your culture and values? No, but we needed somebody. No, just because you need somebody is the wrong reason to hire somebody. It's like, let's find the right person. So I've also learned to hire for culture. Would I trust this person with, you know, my kids? Would I trust this person with my company. And again, with, you know, as a dad, I I always hear the phrase, you know, you know how good of a parent you are by how well your kids act when you're not there. So with my techs, my PMs, all those people, how are they going to behave in the field? Are they going to uphold 
our vision, our mission, our values, our ethics? Is that who they are? Because I can teach people competence, but it's hard to teach people values and ethics. So when, when you're hiring somebody, what, this might seem like a, a simplistic question, but what does success look like? Like what is, what is a successful hire look like? Somebody who, again, knows the, who walks in and, and the culture of the company is already embedded in them. I mean, it's okay. like, I don't have to teach them to value quality because that's, they just emanate quality. Um, the, if, if our culture is about team, they're talking a whole lot in the interview about we, you know, especially a project manager. We succeeded because we did this versus I succeeded and then I was a hero and man, without me, it's like, that's not a team player. So, you know, you want to look for the, the characteristics of the person and then throw things at them that I want to see how people decide things. Again, one of the questions I always ask and a lot of people when I interview they go well that's a different question because I ask you know if you if your friends could say three words about you what would they say you know and then you get like you know the happy talk and then you but if your enemies had three words to say what would they say and a lot of people go ooh I'm like well and they're like yeah and then they'll go well I'm arrogant uh, I can be a pain in the butt uh, and sometimes I'm prejudiced against like some people I'm like, okay, what I want's the truth, you know, so, you know, what revelation do you, have you had? Um, you know, how did you fail? You know, when have you failed? Uh, what did, or made a mistake? What did you learn from that? And what practice have you put in place to correct that in the future? So I'm not doing a lot of happy talk. I want to throw people into conversations because, Project management, life these days is all about, I'll say, value conflict. You know, do I agree? Uh, yeah, I don't have to agree with you, but am I going to stand up for the values and the vision and the mission of the company? And that's who I want to hire. Um, you know, if you have a con, and I've had people say, well, um, you know, you're supposed to be on budget. What do you do? And they go, well, I move hours around on projects. Uh, to make them all look good, because that's what the company really wants is good looking projects. Yeah. And right. <laughs> and, you know, you and I are talking, you know, over the over the uh, um, looking at one another and you're like, I don't think so. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. That, and that's the thing is so you, you make a really good point of, of, you know, traditionally. And this is, you know, I am of a certain age that, that my first interview probably was somewhere in the in the in the early 90s. And the traditional. Um, interview process so you get one or two people across the desk from you or across the table from you and you know what what are you know what is this and what is that and it, it's a list of of some some questions basically what you're talking about is is really more in engaging the person in a conversation and that does two things and correct me if i'm wrong here it yeah. does two things first of all it puts them at ease which when when a, an employee or a, a potential hire is at ease they're more likely to give you uh, more more honest answers they um, are. Yep. But also it, it, you know, it gives you the ability to kind of see how they're going to be on a day-to-day -day basis when they're interacting with you uh, in the workplace. Right. And I want to see how they make decisions. I, I rarely go through, you know, their resume or their CV. It's like, I can read that. What I do go through it for is, oh, you managed a big project there. What did you learn from it? 
you know, both good and bad. You've done better. You know, uh, what would make you remove a team member? Uh, how do you select team members? So it's really one. It it, it makes them comfortable, but two, they got to go like, oh, he's not asking like, you know, were you good at your job? Well, yes, of course I was. Well, prove it. You know, and then we all make mistakes. You know, what, what's the common mistake that you've made? And then really, how have you learned? Or what have you learned in the last five years to make you a valued employee? And it's interesting. Some people will actually say, um, I don't know. And then, you know, to me, it's like, oh, great. Thanks for the answer. But you're not walking through this door. Um, because everyone that I look at at hiring I look at, are they the potential VP of engineering 15 years from now if they're a junior engineer? And it's okay if they're not, or are they gonna be my lead engineer? So I'm not hiring for the position that I'm, that's kind of on the paper, I'm hiring for the next one. Because this industry does a really poor job of building the next generation and inviting people to be a greater part of the company. That actually is a really good point. And, and I wanna, as we wrap up here, I want to hit on it. it and that's the, the fact that you're not really hiring for the position that you've posted. Talk about that really quickly about, about how as you're hiring for, let's say, you know, a, a, a tech, a level one or level two tech, right. how you're, when you're in the process, in that interview process, you know, where do you take that mentally to make sure that you are, you know, you are possibly potentially hiring for the next two or three um, well, I'll ask him, excuse me, uh, I'll ask him directly, where do you see yourself in five years in this company? Um, you know, what are your aspirations from a growth potential or growth perspective? And sometimes it's like, they'll say, I want to be in sales. It's like going, okay, does that fit into our overall game plan? But man, I, I want somebody with the lights on, uh, with drive, with initiative, with culture, somebody that again, I can... I can leave the room or turn them on a project and I feel comfortable that they're going to embody the, the vision, mission, values, ethics. And I know that, you know, Tim, we've done lots of these and I always come back to that, but I just find that that is just the soul of a company. And, you know, in this day and age, we got to rejuvenate why we come to work. All right. That'd be a good place to stop. Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consultant. Thank you, sir. Uh, how do people get a hold of you or Navigate? Uh, you can go uh, Brad Malone, brad.malone at navigatemc.com or you can go to our website, navigatemc.com. And while we're here, I just want to do a shout out. We've got these questions uh, posted. So about 50, 60 questions posted on our resource library. So I encourage people to go get them you know, for free. You, you don't want to interrogate people with 60 questions, but you really want to think through what are the key ones that I want to play with and really where does, where does this go to see who this person is. And then I can, I can typically deal with competence. I want to know they are, but it's about who the person is first. All right, Brad. Uh, yeah, go buy their, their resource thing. Uh, we'll put a link to, the, to that resource uh, link on the, on the website, on, on this episode's page. Uh, for us, speaking of the website, uh, avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others, including our two weekly programs, Resi Week and AV Week. Resi Week looks at the residential side of the AV industry and AV Week looks at the commercial side. All that and more at avianation.tv. It's avianation.tv. 